Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Jerry Wills Show. That's me, in case you're scratching your head wondering, who is this guy? Um, we have an auspicious show for you that is with someone I've been a fan of and following for, I don't know how long, really. Um, it's not quite a year, I don't think, but I've probably watched a few years of his videos. This fellow I'm talking about is a regular person like you and I. Um, you know, sometimes we interview doctors and scientists and clinicians and such. That's not what this fellow is. He is a person like you and I who came across information that uh, intrigued him, much like information intrigues me and you folks. He um, set on a quest to try and make his life better. Based upon the scientific information he had access to, the anecdotal reports that people had provided, he went on this mission. And during the time of his little mission, which started, I'm guessing, about two years ago, we'll find out more details in a moment, it changed his life. When I came across his information, I think he was probably into this roughly a year, year and a half. One of the videos that he showed, and you're going to see this pretty soon, showed such a dramatic change in his appearance and the reports he gave about his energy and his state of being were so damn intriguing that I knew I was going to have to try this. As you know, I'm 70 years old and Having never been 70 years old before, there's a lot of things I have to practice at in order to get good at it. Well, the point here is this. It changed his life so dramatically that I was determined I was going to try and figure out exactly what needed to occur in order to maybe re replicate those changes within myself. So I set out on the quest. <clears throat> I started mirroring what he was doing to the best of my ability. I didn't want to leave anything out. I wanted to be as close to accurate as he was. And the results have been profound for me. And many of you listening to this who have had sessions with me or I've spoken to, you understand that I'm talking about some supplements that are very exotic. And uh, we're going to go into these details here shortly. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of this, I want to introduce you to someone I call a friend. His name is Marcel James, and he is with us today from California. Let's bring him right on, if I can. Hello, Jerry. Hold on. Here we go. There we go. Hello, Marcel. Jerry, there we go. Good to see you, buddy. Great to see you. You know, what I was telling the folks at the intro, um, is really just a thumbnail sketch. There's a lot of information I feel confident we're going to be going over today. But I think it's important uh, to just let people know who you are, really, to begin with. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself so they have a, you know, foundational understanding of you. Um, I'm a former Air Force weather observer. Uh, I served in Germany uh, in the late 80s, yeah, mid to late 80s, uh, under the, in, the, in the Ronald Reagan era. And um, 
on the side, I was uh, writing music for years. I, I had home studios before they were really like widespread. And now almost the only way people record music is, is in some kind of a home studio. And I kind of read every magazine I could. And I just kind of kept doing that and then started DJing. And then through the 90s, I kept making music. And I'll get back to the music because there is an arc, a story arc to that. Um, it's actually, I'm in L.A. today, just uh, got to Southern California last week, went to the NAM show over the weekend, uh, which is where the natural, National Association of mu uh, Music Merchants, <laughs> where I used to do a lot of work and knew a lot of people uh, in years past. And... Um, so I attended it for the first time in many years, staying with my folks out in the, in the desert in uh, the Palm Springs area and kind of shuttling back and forth. And today I'm actually going to do some uh, mixing. And again, I don't want to jump too far uh, ahead in the story arc, but I'm just letting you know, viewers aren't, you know, anyone that knows me, they know I'm not usually sitting in front of a curtain like this and uh, in the corner of a hotel room. But yeah, that's kind of what's going on right now. Uh, but back to the storyline, I uh, I got out of the military, kept DJing, kind of had a few different jobs. You know, a lot of people make the mistake when they have a goal, I think, is they they say, well, I'll go make money here and then I'll support my hobbies this way. And just for, just to be clear for everybody, it's not the way to do it. <laughs> and, um, you know, pursue your passions, find a way you know, to make a living pursuing your passions would be my, a better advice. But I kept following these, well, I'll do this job and then I'll feed this habit. And, uh, you know, eventually I got back into the audio world around 2000 with just my luck a month after nine 11, I went, I took a job at Sweetwater, which is in Indiana. A lot of people know that company now, but back then it wasn't, you know, as wide, widely, uh, used as it is now, they had they had maybe fifty employees when I went to work there. I was a customer of theirs. They had maybe fifty salespeople, I should say. And now they've got like eight hundred or encroaching on a thousand. So it's a massive company now. But I went there, and that started a, a chain of events that eventually, you know, got me back into really full time audio, and uh, moved to Germany uh, with my family about seven and a half years ago. And uh, I have two young boys, uh, got tired of the rat race in L.A., wanted to raise them there. Eventually lost an audio job that I had working for a, a pretty, uh, that was a whole other life for 14 years in L.A. And ended up that job fell apart and didn't really know what to do with myself and didn't have much of myself left. And please interrupt, Jerry, if you have any questions or want me to expand anything or we can double back. But um you know, what happened to me was I was 55 and done, I tell people. You know, you've got the pictures of before, you know, my uh, rejuvenation and, and self-changes. And um, I, uh, I, was, I was overweight, but worse than that, I had no energy. I, I had trouble walking. Um, it was, uh, I had pain, chronic pain issues. I had anxiety attacks that went on for close to 20 years of, I've had 20 years with several ER visits. I just had a lot of health issues. So here I was really at the, uh, feeling like I'm at the end of my rope, not knowing 
how I'm going to restructure my life without a job I'd done for 14 years and for a company that I built up from nothing and, you know, created over $10 million a year company, um, didn't know what I was going to do and could barely do much. You know, I had probably two, three hours at most, at most productive time per day. And uh, what happened to me uh, in re- in relation to the story that you tell and that you told so well, I felt, um, you know, was that I started Googling anti-aging. You know, I knew it was aging. I knew why and what had happened. I got older. We never think it's going to happen to us until it happens to us. And it, it really got worse around 50, but it, sure, it started at 40, 45. And I'm on this managed decline, I call it. And uh, around 55, that managed decline was really tanking. I was really out of it. And I'm looking for ways to revive myself. Just to find, you know, I tried to exercise and I'd have a panic attack after I jogged for 15 minutes or 10 minutes and, and really thought I was going to die. Like, you know, for pe- and I tell this story for people out there that may be going through some of the same things because on my YouTube channel, The Pulse, I do run into people all the time that said, I I suffered from that too, or I am suffering from that. Thank you so much for telling me. So I do like to tell those stories for those of you out there that may be going through something similar. Um, And I'll get into why I think those things were going on uh, beyond just, you know, supplements, but what was going on, I think, with my body. But I stumbled across uh, Dr. David Sinclair uh, at Harvard uh, and you know, he started talking about supplements and he started talking about, uh, you know, longevity, health span and how we could extend that health span. When I talk about longevity, I'm not necessarily talking about living longer. I'm talking about living better longer and having that window of productive life be extended, you know, into your 70s and into your 80s. You know, I, I turned 60 the end of this year. And I would love nothing more. And I am super productive right now. And I'd love to do this as long as I can at this point. So I'm very grateful to David Sinclair for spreading the message about various supplements, but not just supplements, you know, lifestyle changes um, that I've adopted, you know, wholeheartedly, rigorously, as you know. Uh, And then I have some differences of opinion with uh, Dr. Sinclair on some uh, business moves that he's tried to make to monetize some of these things. Yeah, well, that's um, kind of the same same with me about Sinclair. Uh, of course, I found out about it because of you. <laughs> but um, it makes it kind of like he, what he's doing is the antithesis of what he should be doing. So who got to him or what is he thinking? God only knows. You know, your your stories, I'm listening to it, it sounds like a lot of the clients that I have that are facing the same challenges, you know, like the folks you, you hear from as well. And, you know, it's like everybody is looking for some resolution to what the hell is going on. You know, 10 years ago, I was doing fine. And now look at me now, I, I just feel like crap. And it's like I'm going down that uh, slippery slope into oblivion. And it's a scary feeling. You felt it. I felt it. That's for sure. 
And I know a lot of other folks have too, men and women. It's not just men, folks. It's uh, you ladies as well. I mean, you uh, and I can explain all the biology uh, as to why sometimes it's worse for women than it is men. But, you know, the bottom line is you want something that's going to make a difference in your life. And that's where, you know, these uh, things that I call exotic supplements come into play. And I've, I've got some ideas I want to share with you, Marcel, things that I found out that uh, might be a little out of your wheelhouse because you might not have done what I've done. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your feedback on some of this and your thoughts. Um, so when you, and we'll get to that in a minute, uh, when you made that first bold move to try something, did you try one thing, two things, or did you do like I did and jump in with both feet and say, you know, go for the gusto? I think a lot of it has to do with your um, bravery, you know, your level of comfort. Uh, I was very tepid. Uh, I had had some less than positive results trying to take a few substances in the past where my body just seemed to overreact. Yeah. Uh, the first thing, uh, so I was very careful uh, about diving into supplement taking. Um, the first thing I took was resveratrol. Yeah. Now uh, I got what I think is a decent, you know, keep in mind there are, there are some several supplements that Dr. Sinclair talks about. Primary ones, especially, you know, we're going back five years ago when this journey began for me. Um, primarily, he was talking about, and he's talked about resveratrol even longer than that, you know, the the red wine molecule. And, mm -hmm. you know, he has a history um, with trying to turn that into a drug uh, and cost a company hundreds of millions of dollars in the process. So he has a track record of doing what he tried to do with another substance, which is called NMN which is a derivative of a vitamin B3. Uh, depending on the chemist you talk to, they'll either say it's a form of vitamin B3 or it's derived from niacin, which is a form of vitamin B3. But either right. way, it's related closely to uh, molecules that are, they are in your body. You have NMN in your body. And NMN is a precursor for NAD. And NAD, and I won't get into, guys, look up the acronyms. Uh, I won't get into the, the, the exact pronunciation unless you want to, Jerry. But NAD levels are very important, and we lose them as we age. And this was what David Seclair spoke about. Um, resveratrol can get the process going, and I had results from resveratrol. I didn't buy NMN initially, frankly, because it was so expensive. Yeah. Um, it's big. Historically, it's still not cheap, but oh, no. it's like a third when I first heard about it. The price was, you know, prohibitively expensive. And for a guy like me at the time that really didn't have much work, I was doing a little marketing work and uh, continued to do that. Um, but, you know, at the time, there was just no way that I could uh, that I could buy an MN or, or, you know, say not knowing what it's going to do. And then sure. again, to your one question. Um, yeah, I was very slow, uh, especially initially. Um, with certain things, I'm, I'm a little more like, you all just dive right in, like Cert-6 activator, because it's seaweed. 
You know, it's seaweed that's tested. Only 20 to 30% of consumable seaweed can activate sirtuin-6, which are these enzymes, proteins in your body that um, are associated to um, health. I, you know, I, I again, I stopped short of saying aging, mm-hmm. right? Because I've talked to other doctors who don't support some of the arguments made by Sinclair. And I respect people like Kevin Brenner, even though he's very much in the NR camp, nicotine riboside, and less so in the NMN camp, he acknowledges that NMN is is as good an NED booster as NR. He just prefers NR, so it costs less. Why go that route? Other people that I talk to are on the NMN side of this, so it's a personal choice. I've chosen to go down the NMN path, and that's um, the people that have mentored me through this process. They're also on the NMN, on Team NMN. But regardless, Kevin Brenner has some great insights. The NAD boosting. You should, if you haven't talked to him, I can connect you to him as well because sure, that'd be he'd great. Be a, a excellent guest. He's a, he's a bit of a rough around the edges uh, at times, but he's awesome, and he's an, a specialist in cellular biology and in cancer treatments. So, um, and he's seen remarkable positive results treating uh, cancer, preventing cancer by boosting NAD levels. So. Wow. Very encouraging. It's not simply a David Sinclair world when it comes to NED boosting. There are many established scientists out there getting on board with this or have been on board with this. They're just not as public and vocal and, frankly, maybe even to the point of loose-lipped, you know, where David Sinclair just goes way out ahead of things saying, oh, we're going to live to be 150. You know, somebody is alive right now is going to live to be 150. That may be the case, but it's based on what we currently understand from science, as I've uh, had it explained to me, that's a leap. You know, we we can't say that yet. We can't prove that. So sometimes he gets out ahead of himself uh, in that regard. And, and listen, anybody who's a fan of David Sinclair. I'm a fan. Jerry is probably still a fan. Oh, sure. we, have a, we have a love-hate relationship, but we do trust a lot of his science and the things that he has researched at Harvard. It's just the way that he's taken certain business decisions that are counter to a wider, more available supply of some of these substances. So he's done some things like trying to make NMN an exclusive drug recently, using resources at the FDA to do that. And we've, I say we, myself, uh, together with the supplement industry, put a stop to that so far. We've been able to create, we, we created and broadcasted and spread a citizen petition together with Natural National Pro, uh, Natural Products Association, NPA, which is headed by uh, Dr. Daniel Fabricant, who uh, used to serve, he was in charge of supplements, of the, the supplement division of FDA. So he knows the how to push buttons and how to get things done and how to push back. He was the guy who protected NAC, another supplement, which FDA tried to take off the market as a supplement uh, and make it only a drug, and he was able to pause that, and they have what's now called an enforcement discretion policy towards NAC. So that was Dan Fabricant, who came on my uh, channel, The Pulse, and uh, and then, you know, started a, you know, a citizen petition, which so far has paused the process for NMN, and I was actually invited by Dan to go to Washington 
last summer, which I did and, and on my own, thanks to my viewers' support. And, um, you know, by the way, any of these supplements, you and I both take Do Not Age. Um, you can use my code, The Pulse, at Do Not Age. If you guys are reading ahead and you're looking up some of these supplements, you can use that to save 10%, but you'll support my efforts and things like going to Washington or what, you know, or having guests on or being able to focus on this. It's not about money. I know a lot of people make that leap. Uh, it really isn't. Uh, of course, I want to support the channel, but I've been offered two, three times uh, what by multiple companies um, to bring on their brands and talk about them. It's just not what I do. I, I, I've stayed true to Do Not Age because that's the one that I've had tested myself for purity. And uh, they're the ones that seem to understand uh, the the consumer out there the best. And I think it's because they're so involved with the research side of things. Like Cert 6 Activator, which I take, which is the seaweed, uh, the seaweed was developed by Vera Gorbanova for Do Not Age. And she's at Rochester University, has her own lab, much like David Sinclair. And they're treating, it's in human, human clinical trials right now, and they're treating chemo therapy patients who've recovered uh, to reduce, to repair their DNA. So because you'll, you receive damage to your DNA when you get chemotherapy. Yeah. And so they're repairing the DNA and making it more robust by giving them CERT-6 activator, which is this tested proven type of seaweed. And uh, it's, it's been helping, you know, I don't wow. think it, the, the trials, these things take time, but the initial results are over the top. They're amazing what they're seeing. And she's not one to get excited. Like I get excited about this stuff. She's not that type of a scientist, but she gets animated and excited. And it's quite amazing uh, that, that stuff like this is going on right now. And, and then oh. eventually David Sinclair came around and said, yeah, Cert6 Activator, I'm starting another. He's got another startup. Now he wants to, you know, start creating his own search six activator. So you always got to keep your, you always got to keep one eye on him, man, because he's, <laughs> yeah, he's something, man. He's a, he's, he's, he's brilliant, but he's a piece of work, you know, and he wants to own this stuff. And I just think that, that tendency he has, which I think is driven by his desire to make aging a disease. Like that's his stated goal. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make it, Disease, then you can make drugs to treat that disease. Right. So he's trying to register all of these molecules, but they're natural. How can you own seaweed? You know, how can you own NMN, which exists in, naturally in broccoli? Like you can eat foods to get NMN, you just can't get as much as you can by taking a concentrated pure form uh, as a supplement. And we should talk about some of that stuff for that. I'm sure people want to know, hey, well, what are you taking? How do you take it? What well, time I was, of day? Yeah, you know, that's that's an important point there, Marcel. I've had a lot of folks ask me, you know, how do I take it? The information that I have is gleaned from you and from a few other folks. And I put it all in a, in a blender and um, homogenized it. <clears throat> um, I know what I'm doing. It might be different than you. But... Um, let's, let's find out, let's take it one at a time, what you're doing. I'll tell you what I'm doing and then let's go to the next item. How about that? So sure. let's start, let's I'd start with NMN. I'm taking two grams as soon as I wake up in the morning in capsules with a glass of water and within really less than three minutes, it's like I get this 
my mind is just on. Just everything is on. I just feel so unbelievably terrific. There's like a warmth that goes through my body. And I'm just, because what I do is I take it, uh, hit the button on the coffee pot, go back, lay there in bed, just sort of getting my mind ready for the day. And um, next thing you know, coffee's ready. I just jump out of bed, run in here, hit the computer, do all the things that I do in here, and sit down with my first cup of coffee. Um, so let's start with you. What do you do for NMN? Um, I'm taking 1.5 grams. Uh, I take one gram in, in the mornings. I go ahead and have a cup of coffee first. I like that routine. Uh, I don't know that it's necessary, but I just like that routine. Plus, I do the NMN after the kids go off to school. So I start. The, I usually prepare the coffee pot the night before, just hit the button in the morning, and then get my kids, uh, help my wife get my kids ready to school, get all of them out of the house, and then uh, take my uh, NMN. And I take it under the tongue. I do take the powder. I have nothing wrong with taking capsules or swishing it around in water if you're, or just taking it with water. There are different ways. You, you're either going to get it in capsule form um, or you're going to get it in powder form. Yeah. The powder inside the capsule is tends to, to be, it tends to be more granulated typically, so it won't dissolve as quickly. Uh, by design, usually, I, I haven't lately opened up the capsules and tried to see how, but, you know, it, if you open up the capsule and put it in your mouth, it might take you five minutes for it to dissolve as opposed to one minute. So That's right. Or, uh, you want to be, be a little careful with that. Um, but the powder is meant to be taken. I like taking it under the tongue, but early on I talked to a scientist in Switzerland who said, you know, take it sublingually. It's going to get, it gets into the mucous membrane. And oh. a lot of my issues are inflammation-related. So you're not waiting for it to get to the bloodstream only through the digestive tract. But, you know, digestion begins in the mouth. We start chewing. Sure. We start to digest. Um, and so taking it in the mucous membrane seems to help me with a lot of these head issues. And Dr. Shi, uh, who's done more tests, he has a company called Genfinity Labs, um, He's done more NAD level testing than any lab on, in the world. And he, you know, he's he's fine with capsules. He's fine with water. But he said, if you're going to take it in water, swish it around your mouth. But he likes the idea of the mucous membrane absorbing some of that because he says it can help you with head issues. Now, I had uh, anxiety go away. I had allergies go away, which I had my own whole life. So some of the things that I had, like allergies, for example, were not you know, simply not correlated simply to aging, but they were things that I had ever since I can remember since right. I was a, a child. So uh, that um, that all cleared up. I fortunately just don't get allergies anymore, which is unbelievable. Like <laughs> that alone. There are so many. I have videos where I just over and over go over all of these things that cleared up for me i know and there are just so many i had a little cold this week by the way which my voice is just a little bit scratchy um i an nmn cold is typically uh two days of just a little under the weather and it's over 
<laughs> and that was what COVID was for me too. It was yeah. like two days on little weather over. And I used to get knocked out when I'd get sick. Yeah. And thank God. And I give a lot of the credit to NMN because that's the turning point for me. But I do take several other supplements I'm happy to get into. But I, I do take several other things now um, that I've added to my stack, but slowly, deliberately, uh, talking to people on my channel. Uh, I've got certainly some favorites, um, but, you know, they're, uh, uh, it seems to have a holistic, like they seem to work well together. And I do think there's some effort from the science team at Do Not Age to make sure that when they offer something new, that it's not going to counter something that you're already taking from them. Because a lot of people just, oh, they're, they're doing something new. I'll try that right. too. There seems to be a synergistic effect. That's what I've noticed. Um, different and diet and exercise. Sure. Well, which we should definitely devote some time to because, you know, I, I'm not just Mr. Supplement guy at all. I got greedy. You know, I got some results like you, and I wanted more and more. But to finish the, the question that you initially asked, uh, I take 500 grams in the afternoon, uh, not too late, because then I'll have sleep issues. But the reason I, I was at two grams like you for a while, and I just didn't feel like it was necessary. I felt like my operating, you know, altitude was great with 1.5 grams. But if I get under the weather, I'll take that extra 500 milligrams. So, uh, and it could have to do also with the fact that I do take it under the tongue or that I'm practicing so many other NED healthy uh, activities with my exercise routine, uh, with uh, get, making sure I get uh, proper sleep and also uh, exercise, certainly exercise stretching. So I may be maximizing the AMP pathway, AMPK pathway, which can also boost your NED levels naturally. I'm right. probably feeding that cycle um, well by my exercise routine as well. I feel pretty strongly. But I like that 500 milligram, that 500 milligrams in the afternoon because I get that jolt like you and that gets, and I do a lot of fitness later. Like I usually do my weight training later or my ru distance running later or sometimes, oftentimes tennis matches are later. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I just kind of got comfortable with that you know, boost in the afternoon. Uh, I'll have to try more. that. Yeah, I think I'll get some powder and give that a try because it it sounds it sounds quite reasonable. You know, one of the things I noticed with NM, NMN and some of these other things um, I'm using um, is I have always been a night owl. Now, there's there's actually three astonishing things that have happened for me. So let's compare notes, Marcel. First off, I've always been a night owl. I was a performing musician doing big concerts and shit like that for years. Wow. I've always been What did involved. you play? What was your instrument? Bass guitar. Hey. Yeah, there's um if you go on YouTube, look for Jeff Bird Project or um, look for a song called Melt My Brain. That was the most Difficult damn bass part I've ever heard, and the most difficult okay. I've ever played. Um, we had a song up for um, a Grammy, first song we ever did actually called um, "You're Still Here." I find that one probably on there. I know it's on the Jeff Bird Project site. Um, so anyway, a night owl, and then mm -hmm. um, we're not doing that. 
working on uh, web development videos, uh, sometimes on expeditions. Uh, the past 25 years, I spent a lot of time in South America looking for lost cities, you know, a little bit of sleep, a whole lot of running. So not a lot of sleep, a lot of running, a lot of late nights. Um, and what I've noticed after all those years of doing that, this is item number one, there are three, is that when it's 1030, it's like there's a, a biological switch that hits in my body. Between 1030 and 11, I am getting tired like I'm hitting a wall. And I go to bed, I sleep for a solid seven and a half to eight hours. I get up, I don't get up groggy, I just wake up and bounce myself out of bed and go in and take the NMN, have the coffee, and so on. That's been this going- This is new to you, this is not- Oh, hell yeah. This is, this you is- were, you, were, you were just burning the midnight oils. Uh, yeah, two, three in the morning right. was nothing. You know, I mean, when you're playing music, I don't know if you ever played shows, but you know, breakfast at four o'clock in the morning after the, the breakdown and, and get everything loaded onto the truck. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's after performing for three hours, you know, you, uh, people, I was a DJ, Jeremy, so I would play those late night gigs for sure. Well, you know, you know what that's like then get your stuff put together and get it packed, get it loaded, drive off. It's late. I'm hungry. Go eat. And then, you know, I would wake up. Typically I'd wake up most of them all of my life, wake up in the morning and I'm just like zombieville, man. I'm just struggling, hitting the wall, give me the damn coffee. After about 10, 15 minutes, I'm awake. Don't talk to me until noon because I'll be fully operational by noon. Well, hell, now I'm fully operational. When I get up, I sit here and do emails and answer people's questions, go into complex shit, go into the website and fix things that are broken. I'm just there. And that is item number one. Item number two. I started drinking coffee when I was about 16 years old. I always had to have half and half or milk or coffee made and at least one spoon of sugar, one big spoon of sugar. And that went that way all my life until I started doing these, these supplements. At that point, about two weeks in, maybe not even that much, I could not stand any creamer in my coffee. It was, mm. it was, it was like gag reflex. You know, like if you mm. taste sour milk, that kind of thing. It's like, oh, mm. pour out the damn coffee. What's wrong with this coffee? What's wrong with this milk? I tried to take a drink of the milk. Milk tastes fine. Coffee tastes, wow, this coffee tastes really good. But it's mm. just way too damn sweet. So I just kept adding just little incremental bits of sugar until it was just right. And now that's what I drink. I have a, we call it chaos, a cup of chaos. Um, but we have uh, have coffee in the morning, just a pinch of sugar and give me another one because that was really good stuff, man. Um, mm. So that's the second thing that's been bizarre about this. Third thing, um, when I was 50, I was hitting the wall like you were describing. And, you know, working with people, research. 
Um, actually, it, it really stems back to Kathy because at 42, she went into early menopause. I wanted to know what, why, what, what's going on here? Why was it working five years ago and it isn't working now? There's got to be a reason. Because this is illogical. It just suddenly happens. <clears throat> it took eight years to figure it out. Finally did. Saved Kathy's life. Um, most people don't know, but a woman's body, like a man's body, produces 100% testosterone. And 90% of that testosterone is converted into estrogen. Well, you're in the menopause because your body's inability to produce testosterone it begins to fade. Now I know why it fades, how it fades, what it affects. I could tell you all the details. At 50, I was at a point to where my testosterone was starting to crash. A man's baseline should be 1100. Not his actual, but his baseline. A woman's baseline is 120. Kathy runs about 185. These are American numbers, by the way. Uh, mine was 500. And I was feeling pretty mm. awful. Had panic attacks. Well, I'm trying to turn the lights back on. Sorry, here we go. <laughs> it was like, oh no, the blackout's happening in L.A. It's on its <laughs> way here. Uh, emotion sent for this hotel. It's very yeah. European, I guess. Yeah. Those in Germany. Well, anyway, I got my testosterone levels back up. It's called sotopelli therapy. It's pellets injected inside of your butt. Sounds severe, but it's really nothing. Got my testosterone levels up, returned us both to 35 hmm. years old hormonally, and all the panic attacks, sleeplessness, lack of energy, everything changed in a huge and dramatic way. It absolutely made a huge damn difference. Fast forward uh, 15 years back to last, um, actually end of May when I started doing this. Um, actually June. So I started taking these supplements. My next appointment to have this therapy was going to be uh, the end of August. And the middle of August, I needed to have a blood test to find out what my testosterone levels were at that time. Typically, every six months is when a man does it, three months for a woman. Well, typically, it's at 700, which is not that good. You really feel it. I was feeling pretty good, though. Got the blood test, made the appointment, um, and I got the blood test back. We were traveling, got back to Arizona, got the blood test back, and the doctor, who's a friend of ours, his name is Steve Nunn, he said, I don't know what you're doing, but well, you can't come in and get any testosterone right now. I said, well, why? What's going on? He says, your testosterone levels typically range around 1,400 to 1,450. Yours are 1,587. He says, what are you doing? And this is post men, right? Well, and the other supplements, you know, TMG, um, you know, the yeah. whole range of them. And so he's, what are you doing? And I said, I'm doing an experiment to find out if this stuff is actually worth um, doing. <laughs> and I said, I can tell you, I feel pretty goddamn off, awesome. Um, there's another measurement called um, um, follicle-stimulating hormone, 
which is a hormone secreted by the brain to affect the uh, follicles, to stimulate them to produce more testosterone on the testes. Women have this as well. Ovaries and testes, basically the same thing, except a different place and a little bit different functionality past the point of making testosterone. But uh, the follicle-stimulating hormone, typically for me, would be somewhere around 20. It was 0.5, which means... Mm. My brain didn't need to stimulate the testosterone to be produced by the testes. It had taken off and started doing it on its own. And then there's dihydrotestosterone, which is the workhorse. Testosterone is, is, is like the fuel. Dihydrotestosterone is like the explosive force. Di- dihydrotestosterone kind of gets a bad rap in a lot of uh, literature that you read, but it has a very valid function and reason for being. The uh, point is, is that you have reserve testosterone and free testosterone. And there is a chemical signal that releases the reserve, if you have it, into the free domain, which circulates through your body. Otherwise, it's just held back here. Uh, This other hormone is called sex-binding hormone globulin secreted by your thyroid, uh, as I remember And this is telling your body, you're active, you're going to need to release some of that reserve testosterone. Historically, over 16 years, my reserve testosterone was going down, 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 thus the need for the soda pelle, which was then the reserve. But the body was not releasing it equitably. So my my, uh, free testosterone might be 50 or 40, but the reserve was up there nice. You know, it was, it was a nice value. It just wasn't being released. Mm-hmm. My free testosterone went from 40 or 50 up to 270. And that's the reason why I felt so absolutely incredible. So I've mapped this out with blood tests um, to, to prove to myself and to offer to others that um, these supplements do something so damn amazing that it is just mind-boggling what the results are. And it's it's now backed up by blood tests, you know, scientifically, empirical evidence. Yeah, and, you know, you really, uh, I know you're going to talk to Dr. Shea, but you really, you know, he does a lot of tests that extend far beyond NAD tests and can, can talk to you about, these other types of things like inflammation, especially and mm-hmm. things that are from taking in a man. So I, I, you know, it's amazing what you're telling me. And uh, it is certainly from my perspective, an under, um, you know, investigated aspect of the supplements uh, and I, the health routine, which we didn't yeah. get to yet. How, can I, I don't want to stop you, but, um, but I was going to ask about uh, Kathy's results as well, because she she also is taking. Yeah, she she, she has started. She's been on them now about six weeks. Um, OK, she watches all the videos, including yours, which are folks. His videos are highly produced. They're informative, interesting. And if you're not watching, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. So go turn this off. Go watch it and come back. 
Anyway, the pulse, the pulse, YouTube. <laughs> and folks, there will be a, a link to his uh, page on YouTube beneath this video or above it, depends on where I put it. But look for it; you'll see it. Uh, it's it's certainly. And I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments. By the way, we, we you know I read all of them, and uh, I don't always answer all of them because a lot of them are self-answering in a lot of ways. But um, just love hearing from people. It's it's. I get up like you in the morning. The first thing I do is I check all the comments, check what's yeah. going on, and it's uh, you know people people benefit from not just my anecdotes but your own. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's an important part of it. I mean, a lot of people they want to be lurkers and they're reluctant because they know the trolls and the trolls are out there. I don't and but um, yeah, it's a healthy community. It really is in, in more ways than one, right? In, but in the uh, in the sense that there's a lot of people getting results like this. I mean, I've had over 10,000 people take NMN uh, off the channel that we know of. You know, mm -hmm. Just code from code sure. usage and reward and taking other things with them. And we've pulled them. I've talked to them. I've looked at the ratio of comments, pro and con. And everything adds up to about, you know, 80% of the people getting some level of success the way you and I are, are feeling things. Mm -hmm. And then the others, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, we have, I have videos about this. We make guesses. There have been some, uh, I've had some measure of success with people who weren't feeling something by making some suggestions like adjusting their dosages or adding some other supplement to the routine to uh, maximize the benefits as you've done. And uh, so there are ways to, to get to the bottom of it. Unfortunately, it's not a one take of one pill and go. As no. you mentioned TMG, it's very important to uh, manage your methylation just in general as you age. But it's highly important, uh, heard David Sinclair and others, that you, if you're taking NMN, that can impact your methylation negatively. So you want to take TMG uh, to assist with that. Um, it's, it's good for the cells. Uh, it's good to help process your uh, senescent cells better. And then, of course, some of the other things I take, like physetin, quercetin, which um, are known uh, to help uh, eliminate or, or kill those zombie cells or right. uh, senescent cells in your body. Too. And, and read will result in reduced inflammation. Right. This is coming from the Mayo, the Mayo Clinic, and this is this is many many universities studying things like quercetin and fisetin. So these are not just one-offs, or not something I'm just talking about uh, because the United Age has them at all. These are this is verifiable science, which you can look up and uh, read about yourself, you know, which I do certainly suggest often to people. Well, so, what I run in. What I run into is I, <clears throat> people say, well, what is, what, what, TMG, what is that? What do, you, what do you need to take that for? And I found, you know, a simple answer seems pert. So I went, <laughs> as I normally do, deep into the science of the whole aspect of methylation, nicotinamide riboside, the whole recycling mechanism, the value of trimethylglycine, what its values should be, what they probably are. 
and how it functions with the other proteins and amino acids. And so by the time I get finished talking to probably a client, their eyes are like, you know, beach balls when a Mac freezes up, you know, just spinning like, oh, <laughs> you overwhelm me. My, my mind's turning to mush. But, you know, I found that information uh, is only valuable. It's like knowledge, you know. It's only valuable when it's shared. But it has to be shared in a way that a person can digest it and understand it. And fortunately, I think I've been able to do that. Um, you know, the quercetin and, and resveratrol. There are so many resources for quercetin and resveratrol, for example, even trimethylglycine. Um, and some of this stuff is just pure shit. It really is. It just is not worth having. Um, and, you mean but, some of the fake, uh, you know, not not pure yeah. supplements out there? Yeah. yeah. You want to be very careful with those things because they're just not policed properly. No. And people don't know how to use them right either. If you don't use quercetin or resveratrol with a source of fat, uh, yeah. well, what's it going to do? It's not very much. Here. Yeah, you're just wasting your time. You bought a cheap product, and you're not taking it right, and you're wondering why it doesn't work. So it's important. I could try to break that down, but you're right. This can't be told often enough, probably. By the way, I'm a huge, huge Fisetin fan. I take uh, 800 milligrams, so two capsules from Do Not Age twice a week, and I time it when I take it on my weight days or on my running days or if I have a tournament because I just get such a exercise. You know, for people, there are some things like sort of six activator or hyaluronic acid that I just don't feel anything directly. I don't feel I anything with hyaluronic. They've been shown to have positive results and they're things that we also lose as we age. And I have adopted a, a uh, you know, take them on faith approach. Yeah. But, you know, for people who just absolutely want to feel something right away, you know, NMN, TMG, some form of resveratrol, um, quercetin with those. Bicetin is a big win. CAAKG is, a, is a, I feel something with that. Uh, yeah, I do too. Feeling. That's good to hear because not everybody seems to but definitely um, I noticed something. I think uh, you have creatine. to take enough. I'm sorry. Creatine uh, will give you almost, no, no, it's fine. But creatine will go, give you almost immediate results. I do take CAKG twice a day, by the way. Uh, oh, I do too. A day. And TMG as well. Um, uh, hold on a second. I, how much TMG do you take? Oh, I'd have to look at what's in the capsule. Off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you, but it's oh, two no. do not age caps. Two of them. And it's not, it's, I think it's, I think it's a little less than the NMN I take. I think well, it's, it's, uh, it's not important how much is in the capsule, but the point is you have two capsules of that. We're using that twice a day. Yeah, I take it in the morning and I take it in the evening. And um, I've talked to people that have done that. Uh, you know, I went through a long, slow trial and error process. And, and once I felt, I just, you know, a lot of it was on instinct, you know, I sure. but I tend to know my body. And so uh, for me, it was, um, you know, some of the time of day are, you know, mileage may vary. You know, gotcha. you, you may or may not 
what I feel. Um, each serving two capsules is one gram. Now, you're, now David Sinclair says you should take an equal, you know, one-to-one -one ratio of TNG with NMN. But again, I'm doing so many other things, taking Glynac, taking, uh, uh, eating extremely healthy, uh, and that just gets better. I eliminated sugar 100%, and lately I just have eating alcohol. I do like an occasional beer. I do live in Germany. I'm not totally a tea uh, That's good beer in I Germany. Used it by 80, 90%. I mean, I rarely drink. And um, these things count, I believe, as well. And it also help you metabolize both uh, digestively and cellularly right. um, these supplements and these molecules as far as your liver goes. And I'm like you, and I, <laughs> I feel like I could. Matter of fact, I can't wait to talk to you about some of the things I'm doing right now and what I'm doing in LA today specifically, because it's it's, it wasn't enough for me anymore. I got you know I get greedy with life. You know I got two boys, nine and twelve. I go out and play tennis with them. That's great. I do my Pulse Channel. That's great. You know, I do my research. That's great. Do my exercise, but I did get. I did get greedy and uh, finish your questions you have about the supplements or diet or anything, but I'd love to get into, sure. um, I think it's going to be a quest and I think you're going to relate to it hearing your background, uh, where I'm headed with things right now. I absolutely want to hear about that. That sounds really exciting to me. Um, That's what the us broadcasters call a tease, folks. It's, it's a tease, folks. Stand by. Go polish your <laughs> silverware. We'll be back in just a moment. Um, <laughs> you ask about Kathy. She's been doing it about six weeks. From what I can tell, and she could probably tell you more than I could, uh, but from what I see, she seems to be uh, more energetic, feeling better in her body. Uh, her mind is always really sharp, but it seems to have taken another jump upwards from that. Um okay. So I'd say she's doing pretty damn well. She's she's mirroring exactly what I'm doing. Everything that I do, she does. You said you're taking the Fison, four of those every night. Um, I have not used the creatine. I, I haven't even looked into it. I know you've mentioned it. Uh, so maybe I need to add that. Does it make that big a difference? Well, um, I was less active in the winter. If you're active, it's great at re at building muscle tone. Gotcha. Uh, I'm doing fine without it. I felt like I was getting maybe a little bit too bulky uh, at at one point. Um, oh and darn! It's also related to you know, so I so I sort of come back and forth to it. Right now, I'm not taking it. I do mm -hmm. take collagen. Uh, I think it's quite remarkable. Um, collagen is quite, and what's great, I've tried other collagens uh, for whatever reason. The one that do not age cells uh, doesn't have a taste, and it's easy to take with. I take it with coffee. I do drink some cream in the coffee, but no sugar, so I'm a little bit uh, unlike you in that regard. But um, yeah, then, I mean, apigenin is another important one. Oh, God, yes. Uh, I use that every day. Yeah, that, that uh, is also important if you're taking NMN. It can help uh, support uh, your uh, CD38, which NMN can um, sort of devour. And, and do you know the, the in-depth story on CD38? 
Thy thought I don't, that was you? just oh my God, that was the most. I I was just blown away by what CD thirty eight actually yeah, is all about. Share. I've got two almost two pages of notes just from talking to you. Well, you know, I'll try to. I, I've got it saved somewhere on my hard drive. I'll make sure I get it sent to you because you need this information from the source, not me. But the general overview is this: Let's say that. Well, okay, first let's start with CD thirty-eight. In the you know face of a clock, it's about seven o'clock position as I describe it to people. Attached to the cell, it's draining energy out of the cell. And it's like, what is this damn little parasite all about? What the hell are you doing down there? Well, do something to get rid of the CD38? That's madness. Because when you have some attacker hit your system, whatever it might be, these differentiated cells, which is you know cell differentiation, CD and 38, they come up to the cells they attach on, they keep charged. They're like parasitic charge, like, you know, you have it plugged in the wall. It's a parasitic uh, resource for draining energy, tiny trickle amounts over there on the wall for your wall ward, you know, where you charge your phone. Well, these things are like that. They're sitting there just maintaining a charge. They have to have a specific level of charge because when something bad comes into your body, they break off, well, they release, they don't break off, and they go floating through the bloodstream. These are like Cylon warriors. If you ever watch Battlestar Galactica, they're like Cylon warriors going after whatever the hell is going on. They're breaking off from cells all over your body. When this happens, new cellular differentiation occurs, more of them attached to the cells. It becomes quite prolific. They're draining energy out of the cell, charging up. They're going to go after whatever the hell's going on. Yeah, and I on. had that backwards. I had to re re refresh my own memory, not to uh, just just to correct myself for a little bit. But it's CD thirty eight, which can eat up your uh, NAD. Exactly. Your so you need to you need to manage the control of that. Basically, as you're explaining, um, by taking apigenin, which also exists naturally in uh, yeah. vegetables, and all of these either are directly in our food supply or uh, created by our bodies from our food supply, but please proceed, sorry. Well, the CD38 really isn't a problem until the NAD levels, <clears throat> as a result of the process from NMN, in, in the description I give, NMN is at the three o'clock position, go down to the six o'clock, that's where you have NAD plus. Uh, the seven o'clock position, you have CD38, Nine o'clock position, you have nicotinamide riboside. The noon, 12 o'clock position is NAMPT, which is a recycling process and a regulator for the recycling process. If that system is functional, the amount of energy, the CD38, is negligible. But when this whole system begins to downcycle and the amount of power available to the engine that runs the cell, the CD38 still has to have a certain amount of energy for it to actually do the job it's supposed to do. And that's where it becomes a parasitic problem and depleting the cell. Whenever a person gets sick, one of the first things that happens, they're talking about, I just feel so tired. I just don't have any energy. I just need to sleep. And that sort of thing. It's because the cell 
is not producing even 25% of the energy that it needs to, you know, let's see, it, it, what is it? At 20 years old, you're 50%, 40 years old, you're 25%, 60 years old, you're 12.5% cellular efficiency for energy. Hmm. So you get sick, the older you are, the more it's going to kick your ass because it's, you don't have a lot of energy there anyway. And now <laughs> CD38 is going prolific around the body, charging up and going after the invader. And that's why you get tired as hell before you get better. It's because these things are charging up and going after they're, they're part of your first line of defense. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a comment. Subscriptions and your comments cost nothing, but it really helps us out a lot. To hear the entire interview you were just listening to and many, many other amazing interviews within our archives, please visit jerrywillshow.com and become a member. Your membership supports our ongoing broadcasts. That's jerrywillshow.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program.